Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, dear listener. Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle here. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast. Before we get to the fun, we really want to thank our sponsors who make this show possible. First cab off the rank. They're not a cab company. It's summerswastesolutions.com. They are your one-stop shop. If you've got a big office block or you've got a tiny little shop and you've got, you want waste sorted out, go to summerswastesolutions.com. They'll save you money and make your company greener. Gregorian Emerson Family Law Solicitors also sponsoring us this month. They are are fantastic they will take a lot of the pressure out of the hard times that are you know involved in getting divorced they want to make sure they find a really smooth solution for both you and your ex and your family gelaw.co.uk poseidon safety management keeping cornwall and devon safer they got patrol dogs they've got people walking around who are locals and who are really really nice and they do a lot for their local community at poseidon safe on twitter and poseidon safety on the facebook thank you so much to our sponsors if you've got a small company or a big company and you want to join us then please do send us an email to late night alternative at gmail.com here endeth the message here beginneth the show say younger than when we met you what a couple of years ago you've been away haven't you i have yeah i went for a little 40th birthday jaunt in the hills 40 good for you 40 little baby makes me sick baby make daddy sick <laughs> thank you you're the first person to say that to me everyone's like Ooh. <laughs> no you look really healthy man you look fantastic how are you doing i'm all right how are you how's it going i got really bad stomach ache because I've been vegan for four weeks, and then tonight I had um, pork balls. I mean, you went straight in. <laughs> I, ste- I've, I filled up on, and I'm bloated, and I've got really bad stomach ache. So if, if, if we go silent for a second, it means I'm just muting the microphone. <laughs> okay. Because I'm a respectful host. You're not that respectful. How God. are you, Catherine? Uh, holding my breath. <laughs> Breathing through my mouth. <laughs> Repulsed by the pulses. 
It's so good to see you. Now, last time we saw you, you were about to start in School of Rock, I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I did it for uh, eight months in the West End and then uh, finished that up in early February. Um, it was a mammoth role. <laughs> for, and I had to put on mammoth roles as well. I, I bulked up to like 17 and a half stone. Um, which which is all fun and games when the kids are laughing, but when you're just going about your day to day business. Yeah. So were you pl- you were playing the in inverted commas lazy shorthand the Jack Black yes. character? Yeah. Wow, that's because uh, I saw that show on Broadway with my kids. That's some role, man. That's a fun but a heavy role to carry. It was amazing. It was for, for the first time for me uh, to not really have any adults to work with on stage. Like, <laughs> you know, your co-stars are all between the ages of nine till 11 and you really never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. So you kind of had to know the role inside and out to anticipate what might or might not come out of their mouths. So um, it, was, it was amazing. I met some incredible people on it, but I was... I was very glad when it came to an end. I saw your pictures on Instagram when you got rid of the uh, the hair and everything else. It's like, yeah, I'm back. Finally like, back. Exactly, because it, felt, it just felt like, you know, like I like to just try and be nice about my appearance and stuff and, and to have like eight months where you can't cut your hair, shave, eat good food. You know, it yeah. was just strange. We should do a little intro because we've got people all around the world. So this is Noel Sullivan. He's an actor, a, a West End star, uh, a singer. And uh, the, again, like some of you may remember him from the band Hearsay, one of the biggest selling British bands of all time. I mean, that's not that's not an under, that single. So, is it, it's not, the, still, not still the biggest selling single of all time, is it, in the no, UK? It it, it, that, that got knocked off the, 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 the top spot pretty quickly. But at the time it was. There yeah. you go. It was, uh, yeah, for one sweet moment, we were the, with the fastest selling single of all time. But there we go. And that's, I mean, that is still, that's something to be proud of and, and embrace. Like I said, you know, it, 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 the reason that happened is because it was the first version of kind of um, pop stars, X Factor, uh, Britain's Got Talent, all of those shows. It was the very first one. So when all of the media was working towards promoting something, there was only one way. But 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 that doesn't that, that doesn't in any way demean the, the the achievements that you made because all pop is is based on manipulation sure. in advertising. You know, you look at the the Beatles. You know, going, I've been reading a lot of Beatles books, and that whole thing of them getting rid of the leathers and wearing the smart suits mm-hmm. and, and and the monkeys and, yeah, and not all. mentioning the girlfriends and the wives. Yeah, and... exactly. The monkeys were the very first. Yeah, who manufactured pop bands in that fashion. So um, yeah. And, yeah. You, I'm sorry, I was, I was reminded, I think I may have asked you this before as well, but another band in the vein of the Monkeys was the Partridge Family, which was even more manufactured because they didn't even play or anything. Um, and David Cassidy, of course, became a huge star. Now, I was trying to remember, because I am quite, I, I love my pop, right? And I do like David Cassidy, but I've heard he's very difficult to work with. But you guys did a special, what was the show that you did with him? <laughs> We did this amazing four-part series called Hearsay It's Saturday. It was on ITV on like, like at three o'clock in the afternoon, and we had special guests every week. And one week it was, well, the, the special guests were Blue, Atomic Kitten, Lionel Richie, Wow, <laughs> Cassidy. I mean, you couldn't get you couldn't get more diverse. Really. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, David Cassidy came on. He was quite old at that time, but um, he was really into the girls. So we didn't see any like pretty side to him. He was like full charm, full charm. Yeah. Here's what I heard about him, because my friend Katie Puckrick uh, had to interview him at one point. She said, as soon as you kind of flattered the pop star in him, you were in. 
He needed to feel like he, he needed to twinkle at you. Yeah, I got that vibe. What year did you do that series? I must have been 2002, maybe. Oh, okay. So he was, I was doing that. He wasn't that much older than you are now. He was, Shut up. He was 51. Oh, no, but he definitely lived a rock star life. <laughs> he definitely, I thought he was definitely early 70s then, for sure. He was a strange one. He was he was a boozer. I think was 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 kind of his problem. Is he was he was an alcoholic, you know, and that's the thing. How are you? Um, how are you finding lockdown and stuff? How, are you you're in Wales. Are you in Wales at the moment? No, I live in London. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm in West London. But um, basically, yeah, it was. I, I came off the back of School of Rock, really exhausted and a bit broken, and I went I went away to Sri Lanka to do like this um, Ayurvedic retreat. Beautiful, nice. For, 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 I, I went there for a month, and um, it was amazing. It was probably it's one of those times where you know, like when you're depleted, instead of going out into town and getting smashed, I just took myself away and put myself like up in the hills, and it was really incredible. Um, I, you know, and I came back properly converted, like one of those knobs who's like, guys, if you haven't tried yoga, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, um, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience. And, and what it did was what, basically when I came home two weeks later, we went into lockdown. So it really put me in like the best possible mindset wow. environment. Like it couldn't have happened at a better time. Cause I think if I'd just gone into lockdown off the back of school of rocket, I probably would be in a bit of a mess by now, I'd imagine. Um, but it was it was a massive learning curve. Like me and my husband haven't spent that much time together ever, um, and you know, and he he like he really has to do stuff as well. Like mm. he gets, first thing in the morning, he's on, and I'm like, don't speak to me before two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'm not that I'm not that guy. Um, so we we kind of learned to to kind of coexist again together, and um, it was it's been great. And then we kind of like fell off the wagon, and we both behaved like we were like 18 again, and we get smashed on a Tuesday, and. <laughs> And then just like, just as it started creeping closer to the end of lockdown, we were like, we can't go back into the real world like this. So we had a word and got back on the train in and just um, started looking after ourselves again. But it was, yeah, it was, it's been mental. But um, yeah, all right. I think I found it more difficult over the past like few weeks watching other industries go back to work and start Mm -hmm. again. Um, Whereas like all of my people are just absolutely, they have no idea what they're going to be doing. But at least they're they're talking like the big theatres aren't going to open until sometime next year. So really we are stuck in a bit of a a tough place at the moment. This is what we were just saying. We are so lucky that we had the radio show for a while and then I I got let go from the radio show, but Twitch kind of came over and said, we'd like you to move it. So we're so lucky that we're working, right? And you know, it's, it's, it's this, we are so blessed. But I'm not covering all of my bills, you know, so I'm looking at so many different ways. And um, it's really I've signed up for Cameo, you know, and that celeb VM thing. And it's something a year ago I was very snobby about you you sad cases doing that. But now it's like, oh, I can I can get a tenner for just doing a little 60 second video. You're not forcing people to spend money. You're providing a service. And if they take it, it helps you out, doesn't it? And it is. So there's been a real big explosion in these things because. The entertainment industry, whatever that means, is is screwed. And it's screwed for a long, long time because I don't feel comfortable going to a show until there's a vaccine. And we might not have that for another 12, 24 months. You just don't know. And, and, and rightfully so. A lot of industries are being focused on and money is being ploughed into it. And that is fantastic. But, you know, so many actors and musicians and comedians and writers and, you know, the people that, um, that work in the box office and the people that the ushers and all of these people are out of work with no sign of it lifting. So anyway, 
that people can grab a few quid here or there. Yeah. I'm totally behind. Is, is it concerning for you? No, I mean, it, it, I would imagine it's quite depressing just having it's, an empty diary. No, what, what's been good uh, is that it's forced me to pursue other creative outlets that I've wanted to do for ages. So whilst we were in lockdown, I finished a film that I'd started writing with my friend, who's a director. Oh, brilliant. And we, like, we just hammered it every day. We were just working on it and we got it finished and packaged up and that's doing the rounds now and, and getting a bit of good feedback and stuff. And, and then I was like, well, actually, that could be another avenue for me that I'd never explored. And had it not been for lockdown, I would never have kind of, you know, because we were always, oh, yeah, we'll get together when we're, when we're not so busy. And, and then next thing you know, we're, we're, we finished it. And so that's been great. I've been working with my partner. We went down to Margate. He's from Margate. He's from Margate originally. But we, we shot like a dance piece, like a film of him on the beach about... Um, the destruction of the oceans and well, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, which sounds really, yeah, because now I'm a yogi. This is what we do. <laughs> what is interesting is a couple of times, and I do the same thing. Is um, be proud of it, man. Yeah, I know. You, you know you're a little bit dismissive, and I'm not telling you off to tell you, but I noticed a couple of times a bit of dismissive. Oh, saving the oceans is a really important thing. No, I know. I know. I think it's because you just like because it's it, it, these artistic parts of you. I think are more sensitive than the kind of going in and playing a part. Like yeah. going, that's usually my job is to put on someone else's suit and, and, and kind of give as much as you can within those confines. Yeah. And you're so saying it, someone else's words, so you're not responsible for them and you're not bearing yeah. your soul. Exactly, but when you do this stuff, when it's your lines on the page, when it's your shots and you've directed something, yeah. you're not known for doing that. I think it is hard to, and especially coming out of lockdown, it's hard to put yourself in those environments without feeling a little bit, um, I don't know, shy of it, I suppose. Is that partly... We were talking to James Buckley from The Inbetweeners uh, yesterday, and he's got a real similar thing. He's very dismissive of, of a lot of the stuff that he's done, and he's saying he might not act again, because he kind of... And part of it is he did, they did a, an Inbetweeners reunion that sucked, and it got slated in the press, and it really... And he knew it was bad. He walked in there not knowing what it was, yeah. and sat down and went, shit, this is awful. And it totally knocked his confidence. And obviously, you've had a lot of knocking in yeah. your life because because Britain and the press, but Britain is a really really mean place. We love it when people are going up, but only because we know at some point they're going to come down and we're going to kick the shit out of you. <laughs> and you've had that, of course, haven't you? And I had it, and and we talked about this before, but I had it at a really young age. Like yeah, it like scarred me <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, and as much as you try, you know, for all of the CBT and therapy and whatever you do, like there's always going to be like a broken part of you that is vulnerable to those situations. But it's the only realm that I know how to work with and, and ultimately the only place where I'm truly satisfied. Like when stuff goes right in, in that area, that's where I'm happiest. So but you, also you're good at it, right? Not everyone can do it. This is another thing I think that I don't know how it is in America. I, I suspect it's slightly I don't know, slightly better, but people te seem to think in this country that if they're watching something in their free time, what you're doing isn't really work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're all entitled to take it to pieces and to go, oh, I wouldn't have done it like that. But the fact is, no, you wouldn't have done it like that. You didn't do it. You yeah, know, if it. anyone can do it, why aren't you doing it? You don't know what it takes to create that. Like, it's yeah. very, sit on your sofa and watch something and go, that's shit. But it's not until you've... You know, you know, you've learned the nuts and bolts process of the timing and why things work in a certain way and how things are going to be shot. That's what that's where the skill comes in. And mm. that's where the time, you know, um, but also, yeah, people don't think once you've been in like a pop band, people don't it doesn't matter how many years ago it was. They don't think that then you're like able or like 
um, yeah, like that, you, that you have the talent to be able to do that stuff. So it except, is a battle. Except they will in years to come. Here's what tends to happen is, because pop is ostensibly for little girls, right? Um, it's a little girls thing. It's just a bit of fun. It's bubblegum, right? Until the girls grow up, and blokes come in and blokes go, actually, that's pretty cool. And right. then they start to learn all the lists about it and know everything about it. And then they're telling the women who are now grown up that they didn't really understand it properly. And they take control of it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Low happened with the monkeys. Yeah. With the Beatles, it was a girls' band at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, and then it's now it's old men going, well, of course, the, the uh, guitar that John was using in Studio <laughs> 2 on that day was... No, 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 stop sucking the joy out. So one day there'll be heated debates about you and Mylene. Hey, what? <laughs> One day there'll be heated debates about you and Mylene. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, dear listener. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast. Did you know this is just the best bits from our live show, The Late Night Alternative? And sometimes I can't fit all the best bits in. So what we're saying is have a listen to our show and you can watch our show too on Twitch. TV slash Ian Lee. I-A-I-N-L-E. We do it live every weeknight, 9 o'clock UK time. That's 1 o'clock uh, if you're in LA and 4 o'clock if you're in New York City. If you're elsewhere in the world, you have to work it out yourself. Google it. Now, we mostly go from 9 till 12, but sometimes we can go on longer. We can go on as long as we like, and we want you to be there. So have a listen to us, have a watch of us. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. You were because when we last when when did we last see? Because it was you you was knew that you would it was a year you yeah. knew you were getting school or rock, but we weren't allowed to talk about it. It was hush hush. Maybe it was longer than that, eighteen months. Perhaps? I think so. Oh, God, um, did 
did that, I mean, everyone's, everything's on hold now, but that must have been such an amazing moment, a real um, uh, validation of your talent. The fact that, because you wouldn't have got that if you were crap. They're not going to sell it. Oh, the, the guy from here say, you yeah. got it because you could do it and you were good at it. it was, was that a, a kind of confidence booster? Yeah, it was, it was a confidence booster. It was also, uh, like, because I'd hung quite a lot on it, as with most things, when you do, you think, oh, my God, I'm going to be on Drury Lane in an Andrew Lloyd Webber show. It did come with its disappointments as well. Like, you know, nothing is as that the grass is not always greener. Um, the, the show had existed a long time in the West End. There were a cast that had been there a long time. And, you know, fitting into something that exists so solidly in repetition is quite difficult. Um, and also, you don't have a lot of time to spend with people to build no. those relationships. You're on stage the whole time. So it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. But I'm glad that I did it, and I've ticked, I've ticked the box. But yeah. it also, it also made me go right. Do you know what? I've done musical theatre for a good fifteen years now. Maybe it's time to look at other avenues wow. and see what's next. And this is the insanity of the world. Colette ninety eight is going. Oh, I, lo- I love Noel. I used to have a Barbie doll of him. <laughs> did you have the dolls? Were they made? Have you got? Is it around? Is he around? <laughs> Are we going to see little Noel? Just so happens to have it lying around. What's it wearing now? Oh, this thing? <laughs> no, I don't have it. And actually, the one I do have, a fan had dressed it up in a Priscilla outfit, so it's like Noel in drag. <laughs> yeah. It's a different part of a different show. But that's how insane your life has been. The, yeah. there were, the kids were buying that. dolls of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to, um, I remember going to Hamley's. We did a doll sign in at Hamley's, and um, my mum came up. Uh, from Cardiff because she was like I've got to see this this is nuts wow and, um, and we, we we did the sign in and they sold out of Noel Dolls and I was so, I was so chuffed you know we like, like unnecessarily chuffed as a 19 year old going yeah can't get no, Noel has um, 3,000 Noel Dolls in his, in his bedroom <laughs> all dressed up different <laughs> yeah, one for every day of the week <laughs> Um, how are things with you and your partner? If I'm not prying too much, because lockdown for couples has been—they've yeah. either got closer or they've gone. Shit! What the hell are we doing together? You, it sounds like you've had fun. Yeah, it was—it was definitely it was like long overdue, and we really needed it. And Brilliant. I'm out of it better than ever, actually. Um, and and career-wise, like he was doing—he uh, was a—he was Oti Mabusi's um, choreographer on The Greatest Dancer. Right. Just before lockdown, and then lockdown's just been lifted, and he started work to, uh, yesterday on Britain's Got Talent as the assistant choreographer on that. Oh, brilliant! So he's doing all right. Yeah, and then he's gonna if if the tours go ahead next year, he's gonna um pre- well he's gonna create uh, and direct OT's first national tour. So like things are going really well for him. So if anything for me, I'm like that's oh, okay. I can sit back and relax. <laughs> He's pulling in the cash, which is great. But, um, but like when when we had that break a couple of weeks ago, we went to North Italy and we went. I'd been there years ago uh, whilst we were both on tour separately, and I had a week off and I went to Dolomites to hike just on mm. my own. And um, and I was like, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, and I always wanted to take him there. So we went back there, and he was just as blown away by it as I hoped he would be. So we had this amazing like. We went, we went round Lake Garda for a few days and we oh went the And then we went, have you seen Chef's Table on Netflix by any chance? No. No, but I saw on um, Instagram that you were at some sort of monastery. Is that what that was? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but basically Chef's Table is this amazing series where they follow all these world-class chefs and like their stories and how they became like mission star gods. Uh-huh. Um, and episode one is this guy called Massimo Batura and he's from Medina. 
where obviously like the cheese and the parmesan's from. A fun man called Medina, of course. Yeah. Oh God, thank you. And we last last minute managed to get a table at his Osteria Francescana. And it is like, if you get a chance to watch it, episode one, you'll fall in love with this man. He's just an absolute genius. So, so there's me thinking you two are going in a monastery, but it was a fancy restaurant, right? Well, I had a different picture painted in my head, but I thought they fed you well. Maybe that's why they were... I'd take the cloth for that. Yeah, Did you not have a door like a monastery? You're right. Yeah. Did you not feel scared travelling? No. You no. okay with it all? No, because I can't, well, we did a cheeky weekend to Barcelona. It sounds like we're like jet setters, but it, like when I came back from Sri Lanka, we did just a weekend together in Barcelona because we haven't seen each other. And we both think we got sick that weekend. We came home and this was two weeks before lockdown and we, right. we lost his smell and I got really bad stomach and we were uh. like, for a couple of weeks. So I was like, right, I don't feel, I feel like we probably did then. Um, but also, like it's with it's like anything. I can't be scared of something like this because you wouldn't go anywhere. Like I've gone to countries where you could be blown up by terrorists, or you could get any you could you could get bitten by a mosquito and have some kind of fever that would you know debilitate you. So I, I think so long as you're safe and careful and you're taking all the precautions that you're advised to. And also the places we were going, they're really what you know. We were going up in the mountains. No yeah. one was. It's like COVID can't go up. We know that it cannot <laughs> climb, so, yeah. so that's safe. Well, yeah. also, it's probably more dangerous here than anywhere else. Probably at that point. Surely, the more people that are together, the more dangerous it is. What kind of mask are you rocking, Noel? Is it just a plain black one, or is it election? Actually, because um, you have. My mum bought me a couple. She's a nurse, so she came up with like standard surgical. Nice. <laughs> and, then, and then she got me like these a couple of zhuzhi ones. One's a plain black, plain black one that you put like three layers of filters in or yeah. whatever. Um, and then I've got one really spangly, like arm tree one. <laughs> I love it. The party mask. Yeah. You were very kind to me when I, um, and I still get, uh, feel uncomfortable talking about it. When I came out as bi, you sent me a lovely little message saying, well done, you know, thank well, well done. And that meant so much to me. I still feel, it's still something I've not quite made peace with and I still feel very uncomfortable about it. And I feel, it doesn't happen overnight. You can't no. just like, Pick a box and then everything's all right. Yeah, but your message, and I had a message from a couple of other people, and it just meant so much, Noel. So thank you so much for that. It was uh, it was lovely because it was terrifying, yeah. and and it was it was very kind of you. I thought so. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. I, and anyone who would be in that situation, it's you know it's daunting and petrifying, but ultimately it's just about accepting yourself, and then everything else starts to fall into place, and you suddenly find that all the things you were fighting against for so many years start to make sense, I think. Have you got anything lined up? Were there, were, you, you, took, you mentioned that the acting thing, maybe it's time, the, the, the West End thing, maybe it's time to move on. Is that... I just think, like, I've done a lot of walking into shows that exist and I would really like to create something yes. of my own, like uh, be an original cast. And I think until something like that comes along, I probably wouldn't jump at the chance that, I, which I know sounds ungrateful, but I just feel like I've done my, my lot with that. I'd love to do some more TV work um, and then just gigging and stuff. I'm doing, I'm doing a gig uh, a week Sunday with one of my friends is a West End drummer and he's got like the most incredible band of musicians, four amazing West End singers, well, a three and me. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're, do- we're basically doing West End Groove in the Garden and we're doing nice. a, like an hour and a half set online. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Where, so- where, 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 how do we get tickets for that? Uh, so you, you can just basically you can sign you can just sign up on and watch the gig for free and then if you want to donate you can you can it's like the Red Cross but for me and if and if 
and if we didn't like it, what we send an invoice to you guys to exactly for wasting for, our... for time wasted. When are you when are you doing that? Yeah, so basically, it's on the thirtieth of August, Sunday, thirtieth yep. of August at ten pm uh, at five pm. Sorry, five till six. I'm in for some of that. Um, and the uh, so the the guy whose Facebook it is is Elliot Henshaw. Right. And, and on his Facebook and on his YouTube. Jot this down because we will find this during the show and we'll put the link out. Oh, yeah. I'm I, oh I'm going to be there. I'll have some. This the, is the, the musicians are like they've got the MD of Hamilton, like the drummers from uh, uh, from Bat Out of Hell. They've got honestly like brilliant. You couldn't uh, the, the guy on bass played for Michael Jackson on, was it supposed to play on the last tour? Wow, out bam that you could and we're just going to like knock it out in a garden somewhere in in Sorry? Kent. <laughs> Um, I love it. I think one of one, and there have been some upsides to, to to lockdown, and one of them has been the kind of the invention of the online gig. We're, we're friends with a guy called Stephen Page, who was in Bare Naked Ladies, and for the last sixteen or seventeen weeks, every Saturday night, he's done a gig from his basement, Maybe. and he's had hundreds of people. We yeah. missed the last two. We've been there for everyone except for the last two, and it's just been. It, 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 of course, it's not the same as, go, as going to a venue and the excitement and you sit, finding your seat and the anticipation, but it's a different experience. And actually, it's a really good experience. You can sit here with the cats, you can have a drink, you can put your feet up, you yeah. can pick your nose. No one has to worry about who's driving. No. <laughs> and it's it's lovely. I, I, as someone who doesn't like going out, I'm really enjoying this. What I really love about those gigs is, right, because it's a, it's a Zoom, right? So... So at the end, he has a sing-along. He sings this same song at the end of everything. The dog loves it as well. He does, does the same song at the end of everyone, so everyone's, everyone's waiting for it. Yeah. And then he kind of like picks out different windows, so you get a little window into different people's world. There'll be someone rocking a baby. There'll be someone, you know, an old couple dancing with each other. There'll be someone not looking at the television, then catching themselves like, no, you know, Noel's house party. It's lovely, isn't it? Where is that dog? Is that because I'm, I'm dog-sitting for the week. Is she in the kitchen or is she upstairs? Lara? <laughs> is that your dog? I haven't got a dog. You sure? Can anyone else hear a dog, or yeah, is it just me? As soon as you pulled it, as soon as you pulled your headphones out, it stopped. Little shit bag. She's <laughs> she's in your head. Little shit. She's here for a week, and I've got four cats. Yeah, they're not happy about she it. She just wants to play with them, and they are. They're, they're Honestly, not they're swiping at her and hissing at her, and she's just like, "Yeah, and now can we go and play?" <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Are you happy, Noel? You look really happy. I'm all right, yeah. Good. I'm all right. Yeah. You're one of the good guys. It's, it's, it, you know, it's a funny time, isn't it? It's funny. Yeah. Especially when you don't know what's going to happen next and you just got to kind of, kind of have to just take it. I know it sounds like such a cliche, but you have to take the now for the now and just try and live in the moment and not worry about what's going to happen next too much. And you've got a film written, for God's sake. Everyone else is an underachiever. Oh, yeah, you're going to love it as well. It's, <laughs> for, it's for my first gay wedding. <laughs> get us in it. Get us, get us a little walk-on part. We don't even, have, don't even have to speak. I'll write you in now. We'll do it for free. <laughs> when you went to Sri Lanka for your um, yogic, Ayurvedic thing, did you have an enema? No, I didn't. Okay. Did, were you, was, it on the, was it on the menu of things? It was on the menu. I knew it. <laughs> was it? I knew it. Yeah, it was on the menu, but, um, but they prescribed it to you. Basically, we did like... So you meet this Ayurvedic doctor, and I'm thinking, I, I didn't really know much about it, but it's like 7,000-year-old Indian medicine. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the traditional it's stuff. Got to be right. Something's got to be right about it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so they, they, like, they like look at your tongue and 
asking all these questions and stuff. And then, and then they're like, we prescribe you this for nine days. And I didn't have the, the, uh, the bum flush. Disappointed. <laughs> Cause I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated. I did have to, basically, I had all of these treatments, like nine days, amazing, like oily massages and all like they dribble oil on your head and all this stuff. Um, and then they gave me a tablet on day nine. And then I just shat and spewed <laughs> for about eight hours solid. And they're like, well, these, little, these little uh, Sri Lankan women were coming and just leaving like bowls of soup outside my door. And, I was just, <laughs> and then we are back to breathing through our mouths again. Those <laughs> poor women. On that bombshell. <laughs> so nice to see you looking so happy now. It really is. Nice to see you guys as well. Thanks we we will, um, we'll see you on the 30th. I'm, I'm, uh, the, is, is, uh, the 30th, yeah, the Sunday. I'm looking at uh, Cliff Richard calendar is what we have here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cliff agrees is the 30th. Um, and stay in touch, man, and you're welcome any time. It's so lovely to see you. You too, guys. Hey, we'll talk about your film when it comes out. I can't wait. Yes, we will. <laughs> and lots of love to your husband as well. Thanks, mate. Take see care. you later on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a night. I like him so much. Yeah, he's a darling. I like him so much. This is a Rabbit Hole Production. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.